0: Living Corporate is brought to you by the Liberated Love Notes podcast, part of the Living Corporate Network. The Liberated Love Notes podcast is a starting point for integrating self and community affirmations into your daily practices. The Liberated Love Notes podcast center the experience of black folks existing in white systems and speaks to overcoming imposter syndrome, disrupting injected and internalized forms of oppression, embodying an abundance mindset, and building a healthy. Racial identity. Check out Liberated Love Notes podcast wherever you listen to podcasts hosted by Brittany Janae Harris.
1: Hey, everybody, this is See It To Be It, the Wednesday podcast from Living Corporate. Living Corporate is a digital media network that centers and amplifies black and brown people at work. My name is Amy C. Wanninger, and I'm the host of See It to Be It. When I was growing up in rural southern Indiana, I didn't know people who went to college or who worked in professional roles. I didn't know what those jobs looked like or how to break into them. For that matter, I didn't know most of those jobs even existed. But this show isn't about me, it's about the guests. Every week, I bring you career stories from everyday role models in jobs you may not know exist. More importantly, the folks I interview share their perspectives as black and brown professionals in jobs and environments where they may be the only. My guest today is my friend and colleague, Donna Merchant, who is the vice president of sales for Diversity Press, a minority-owned printing company here in Indianapolis. She's phenomenal. But before we get to the interview, we're going to tap in with Tristan for some career advice.
2: What's going on y'all? It's Tristan of Layfield Resume Consulting, and I've teamed up with Living Corporate to bring you all a weekly career tip. Today we're gonna discuss making the most of where you are. Are you eyeing that executive level role and don't understand why you aren't there already? Are you consistently overlooked for promotions? Are you wrapped up in your side hustle and feel your day job is getting in the way? So let's be real here. If you said yes to any of those questions, odds are you may either hate your role or you may be slacking a bit and don't even know it. You probably dread going in and are wondering, why am I here? Believe me, I get it. I've been in that same exact spot. Nonetheless, you are in that job and you need to make the most of it while you're there. Sometimes it's hard to see where the opportunities are, so I'm going to try to make it plain for you. Is your 9 to 5 boring? If so, listen to educational and business podcasts and audiobooks that may help you get to that next level. Do you need new skills? Utilize the company's learning management system to take courses and learn skills that would be valuable in your current role or for the roles you're seeking are you planning on starting your own business study your nine to fives business concepts strategies and tools it's like free business school you get to learn from their mistakes want to know what another department does sit in on meetings if you're allowed to or request some informational interviews of your own you'd be surprised who will actually say yes do you need a certification or another degree to take your career to the next level but you're strapped for cash utilize any tuition reimbursement programs or certification programs that the company has as a stepping stone. No matter how horrible we think a job is, we have to stop and realize how we can leverage our current roles to get to our future ones. We have to get out of the habit of asking for more when we haven't mastered less. The resources your current job provides can assist you in getting to that next level. If you treat every day in the office like it's practice, I can guarantee you'll set yourself up for whatever your next move is. This tip was brought to you by Tristan of Layfield Resume Consulting. Check us out on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Layfield Resume, or connect with me, Tristan Layfield, on LinkedIn.
0: Living Corporate is brought to you by The Leadership Range, a podcast within the Living Corporate Network. Hosted by globally certified and Fortune 500 executive coach and leadership development expert, Neil Edwards, the Leadership Range is focused on having real, raw, soulful, and accountable conversations about inclusive leadership, allyship, professional development. Every week is a new episode with new learning and new actions to take on to grow inclusively. Make sure you check out the Leadership Range everywhere you listen to podcasts.
1: Welcome back to See It, To Be It. My guest today is my friend Donna Merchant, and Donna is a lifelong printing sales professional. Her passion is helping companies small and large with their print and marketing needs, whether they need simple business cards or complicated die cut pieces or signage or logo apparel. She is all about uh, making other people's business her top priority and Donna works with Diversity Press. They're a certified minority business enterprise. Uh, She's local here in Indianapolis, where I live. And Donna, welcome to the show. I'm so glad to have you. Thank you, Amy. I'm so happy to be here. So one of the things I love to do when when I have somebody on that I know prior to the interview is talk about how we met. And in the pre-show chatter, I was saying, I don't remember how we met, Um,
3: but I think we met on LinkedIn. Is that correct? That is correct. And, you know, I, I think you had just released a book and and just your, your uh, responses and uh, you were just such a neat person. And I thought I would like to meet her. So you and I communicated back and forth. And I thought, you know what, I would like to let you know about another networking group I belong to. So I invited you and now we see each other every week. That's
1: right. And so it's funny to me because I keep thinking, well, I met Donna through BNI, but you were actually the one who brought me to BNI in the first place. And so for those who don't know, BNI is Business Networking International. It's a, a global organization, truly global organization with over 10,000 chapters around the world. And we get together weekly and we basically compete to give each other business. Like the goal is refer as many people to each other as possible. And we, Donna and I, thanks to Donna, I joined her chapter and uh, we've actually in the last, well, since what, since October 1st of last year, Mm -hmm. Our little chapter of BNI has referred over four and a half million dollars worth of business back and forth with which is just incredible. I mean, we don't have that many members, but, uh, compared to some of the larger chapters, but it's just, it's Mm -hmm. a small, but mighty group. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and I'm just, I'm so grateful to you for helping me. I kind of consider myself a networking expert, but you really helped me take my networking to the next level as a business owner. So thank you.
3: You're welcome and you have become such a valuable member of our chapter. You just jumped right in and fit fit in and we just we all appreciate you being a member.
1: Well, thank you. I am so glad to be there and I've met some amazing people like you and I you know, it's just it's nice to know when somebody says gosh, I don't know what to do about X, right? I don't know what to do. I don't know where to get great for example, great business cards. I can send them to Donna. And then it's just, it's nice to be a resource for people in that way. I talk about the power of making connections all the time. Um, And this is like a really great way, not only to do that, but then also to track uh, the progress of it, which feeds a whole different, um, what's the word I'm looking for? (laughs) Almost a neurosis that I have about about tracking and cataloging things. but it's accountability as well. is a good word for it. It is. So Donna, let's talk about I want to talk about you and your work because you know I and I think I asked you this once how did you get into this work did you when you were a little kid did you think oh I want to
3: work in printing but for you that was actually true right yes um yeah we went way back on that um (laughs) you know as a child um in junior high um The girls would have an elective which had to be home ec and we would make an apron semester one and cook semester two, but the boys had a cult shop and they learned how to run a printing press. And I asked my teachers, I said, I don't want to do home ec, I know how to cook, my parents have taught me how to cook, but I want to know how to run a, a printing press and they're like no that's for boys. Well, why does it have to be for boys? So that always stuck in the back of my mind. And I have brothers and they would come home and show me all these cool things they've printed and things in shop. And I thought, why not me? So anyway, that was when I started thinking about that, uh, about printing would be a cool industry. And, you know, just the ability to create items. So- Mm -hmm. Your company, you know, and
1: I kind of had this misunderstanding about your company. I thought you were kind of a print broker or you worked on very small jobs. Like, you know, in my mind, printing is you go to the UPS store and you have them run off a bunch of copies. Mm -hmm. But what your company does is like large scale printing for small businesses, but all the way up to big enterprise work. Can you talk a little bit about sort of the breadth of services that your organization provides at Diversity Press?
3: Yes, um, we are one of the largest printing plants in the Midwest. Uh, We are under the umbrella of Priority Press. We are based out of Speedway, Indiana, and some of the services we offer um, includes catalogs, um, mailings. Uh, We have some of, we have the latest technology in the printing processes of the printing and the mailings. We also do large format, meaning we can wrap a building in uh, material in decorative material. Let's say we do a lot of work for a lot of the universities, uh, not only in, well in the Midwest, not only in Indiana. Um, so if you see a lot of large. Uh, Wraps uh, of buildings, we can do that uh, verbiage um, also vehicles, such as everything from a car for uh, fleet to vehicles to buses, Uh, we can design output and uh, install that on at the uh, the location, you know, or we can have the person bring the buses in and we can install it at our location. We are 3M certified as well. We do hold many certifications guaranteeing our quality that we put out and, um, and our employees. And we are state certified uh, diversity press as a, a minority business enterprise. We are owned by an African-American, um, who, uh, you know, who is very much involved in the business.
1: You know, I was thinking about all the things that you touch, right. That have branding on them. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking, oh, if you can, t- if you can touch somebody's branding, Donna can handle that. Yes. But I don't even think about something like a building wrap. Mm-hmm. And so now I'm thinking, it's more like, if you can touch it, Donna can put a brand on it.
3: Yes.
1: I mean that's that's huge, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, because you see, I've seen these buildings that are, you know, that have like I know downtown in Indy, they'll have stuff like when the Final Four comes to town, or you know, like the what is it, the NFL Combine, something. I don't know sports talk, but there's all these big events that happen in downtown Indy, and the buildings have like these gorgeous vinyl wraps on them to welcome everybody and let everybody know you're in the right place. This is the city with your event, and it just never occurred to me like somebody does that.
3: Yes. It doesn't just show up (laughs) (laughs) wrap itself, but there's a lot of steps involved in it. And, you know, before it gets to the point of, you know, the wrap is on the building, there's proofs, there's tweaking on, you know, everyone's part. So, It is an art, it's really exciting. My staff contacts me oftentimes and they're very passionate about what they do. And they'll call me and say, Donna, come over here to my press area. I wanna show you this exciting job I'm running. So, you know, we're like kids in the candy store and high-fiving because of, you know, just the perfectionist uh, mystic nature of my staff and myself. Uh, so yeah I love it so whether it's a, a, a building wrap or a vehicle or bus wrap or catalogs or posters um, the various finishes on the the catalogs it's just really exciting I just love to wake up in the morning and go to work so
1: so it's tell me about what you do there because you don't actually run the printing press right no I don't
3: um, I I have a, a a very basic knowledge and you know originally I when I started years ago I did shadow and watch the pressman run it but you know with it, it's always evolving and we're always investing in getting new presses and kind of like cards, you know the new technology comes out every year so uh but what I am I am vice president of sales at diversity press so basically I um meet with companies and I let them know of our services and I find out what their services are, perhaps their pain point of what uh, is not working currently, what is working, and just finding out if it's a good fit for them to do business with me. Um, Many of my customers are, um, all of my customers are very loyal and they have been with me since day one, since I first started in the industry. So they are very loyal to me. And as a result of that loyalty, they refer a lot of businesses to me because I have been able to to show them, you know, the the quality of what we do. So they are comfortable putting their reputation on the line to refer other businesses to me.
1: So what kind of businesses do you typically work with? Is it typically schools or... Are there sort? Are there all sorts of industries that you work with?
3: There's all sorts of industries. Um, I, I yes, I do work with the educational community, such as schools, uh, lower um, the uh, elementary schools to high schools to colleges. Um, I also work with religious organiz- religious organizations. Um, I also work with um, industrial manufacturing, uh, entertainment, such as sports corporations. So, um, yeah, I, you know, generally, you know, and the arts as well is interesting because now the arts is starting to gear up again, which is exciting during, uh, since COVID of last year, they were uh greatly affected. So it's great to see that the arts industry is, you know, getting back in full swing.
1: That's just awesome. And it must be such a a, a fulfilling thing, not only to to see your work around town. Right. Mm, because yeah. and I know you work I know you work nationally, internationally yes i did as well but you do have a lot of local clients i know yes. and it must be not only fulfilling to see your work around town to see the signage and the the big banner displays and you know the like the skywalk wraps and all those things that you have out there yeah but also to know like how integral your work is to the growth of the community or the comeback of the community um and different industries within the community as we rebound from covid
3: yes It is exciting. And, you know, many customers um, and I I really feel uh, included when they contact me and they would like us to brainstorm, to reactivate or regenerate their business and their logo and things like that. So, um, yes, it is uh, very integral uh, and to the community important. And I do enjoy seeing my work. I, whenever um, my family and I are out and about, I will show them some of the work that we've done.
1: That's awesome. So you're like, I did that skywalk and I did that <laughs> bus and I did this and yeah. <laughs> their business cards and their brochures. And I that's it's so neat to so few people, I think, um that I work with on a regular basis do anything that's really tangible, right? That you can yes. pick it up and show somebody I made this and I am I'm so glad that there's still a place for that in our economy that there's there are people that are so committed to ensuring that things are not only branded but beautiful. Yes. Right? Because it's it's like artwork when you're walking downtown. Absolutely. So how did you get into this role? Um so I know like early on you were like oh I want to work at a printing press but how did you find your way into Diversity Press specifically?
3: Well, um Uh, I did study account. Well, when I was in high school, I was good in accounting. So my parents suggested I study accounting and go into that field. And I worked in the accounting field for several years. And I realized I, that really wasn't me, but I wanted to do a career change and sell something everyone needed. And from my perspective, everyone needed printing and I wanted to sell business to business. So fast forward, I went, I started working at a small printing company and Diversity Press um, offered me uh, to come on board. And I, when they gave me a tour of the facility, that is what sold me. Um, They had heard about me in the community and, about my uh, how I treat my customers and my reputation, which preceded me, and I am very, I'm I'm very passionate and I'm very particular about my customers, and I wanted them to have a new home. So touring it, I thought I could in the uh, mission of this the bit of Diversity Press, I saw it was a good fit. So I came on board. Um, Originally, I started off as a sales assistant and um, I became an account manager. Now I'm uh, vice president of sales. So I've been a lifelong learner in the printing industry. And so I just grew with the company.
1: That is, it's so much fun to hear somebody that's so passionate about their work and you know, the, the impact that you're having on, on businesses then that are able to put their brand out there and be seen and, and really represent themselves well um, really matters. Is there any job that's too small for you? Cause it sounds like there's no job too big if you're wrapping buildings.
3: Correct. Um, we do, um, ha- we do have jobs that are, we do work on the smaller part as well. Such as business cards, you know, we have called small presses that can handle uh, stationery, you know, and we also do digital printing, I would say a job that would not fit us is might get calls, maybe one a week, a person may need uh, 10 copies of their resume and You know, I would recommend you know maybe a quick print place that they could walk in, wait at the counter for it to be copied. You know that would not fit us. Something that they need done immediately, and you know while they wait for it, because generally a job that comes in our system, even if it's 100 business cards, would take about seven to ten business days because you know it's all the steps to get that job scheduled and. Uh, designed and uh, proofed. it takes a while with the other jobs and are going on.
1: But for a lot of your clients, you're not just the best option in terms of quality, but you're also saving them a ton of money, right?
3: That is correct. Because of our latest technology of our presses and our, our lean system and uh, just our processes make the jobs go through quicker and more efficiently.
1: And who's your typical point of contact in the companies that you work with? Is it the marketing folks? Is it like a director of operations? Who do you who do you typically connect with?
3: Typically, a person that has marketing in their title, so marketing manager, vice president of marketing. Uh, that person that is in that creative role would be my person. Got it. So Donna, I
1: want to ask you about something else if I can. If it's not okay, we'll cut this part out. Um, You told me recently that you used to be a competitive salsa dancer. That is correct. And this has nothing to do with your work, but I'm fascinated because I didn't know that
3: was a thing. Can you talk a little bit about that and how you got into that? Am I what? How did I get into it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Years ago, one of my customers who was very shy, very quiet, um, I told me that, you know, we would talk on Monday and she said, well, I went out salsa dancing. And um, she told me that several times. And that was before um, I was married and you know before my life took off and I did not have much of a social life anyway so and she would tell me she had so much fun so finally I mustered the courage to ask her can I go sometime she says absolutely so she told me you know where she was going and I was happy just to sit on the sit on the sideline, be a wallflower and just watch all of this amazing artistic ability on the dance floor. And I saw my client get on the dance floor and I just saw her personality and her creativity just blossom. And I was just mesmerized. It was like watching a movie, a dancing movie in front of me. So, um, so then people start asking me to dance and I'm like, I don't know how to salsa dance. I'm happy just watching. So um, so then I thought, well, maybe I should, um, you know, this may be something I, I'm always uh, interested in uh, pushing myself and new challenges and learning new things, new skills. I thought I could never do that. So I start taking lessons and um, then I start growing, and it was like a class. It was like different levels, and um, I grew. I progressed to the top level, so I was asked to be part of a salsa dancing troupe, and I quickly accepted that. And um, so I would travel to all over the world. Um, The United States and also Latin America and I would dance uh, all over and also I taught salsa dancing and uh, to students who had little or no previous dancing experience so it's my passion, I enjoy it my my family, uh, I have a husband and a son and they joke and say it. They feel like they live in a musical because I always have salsa on and I'm always dancing every day. That's great. Now, does your husband dance with you as well? Well, he was one of my students. We were dating actually. And, um, and I, the way that he could see me was, you know, he would have to come to my class. So he became (laughs) one of my students and so, you know, he knows how to dance, but he's a little bit more shy. So he does not bust a move or just dance for the fun of it. Like I do.
1: I love that. If you want to see me, you'll come to lessons. Yeah, right. That's a great uh, anti-pickup line. <laughs> you're, you're figuring out like who really wants to be there. That's awesome. So I, I have to ask though, were, were you intimidated at all? going to Latin America to salsa dance?
3: No, because I have been to uh, salsa dancing um, uh, conferences or uh, they were called uh, Salsa Congreso. And that was when I would go travel all over the world. And I would dance with people that did not know English or people from Northern Europe. And, um, no, I, you know, I just really enjoyed it, you know, their, their skills. So no intimidation. I've, I've danced in, uh, the Caribbean, like in, uh, Puerto Rico and Costa Rica and with children, I've been to neighborhood dancing, uh, to, uh, neighborhood parties, street parties, and, you know the whole community opens up and children would dance with me that who were very good and 90 uh, year old men and it was just it's just amazing as fun as lively as very positive
1: dance can be such a an equalizer and you know it's so therapeutic i think we were talking earlier Before we started recording, we're talking about just you know the stress of the last year, and just kind of this need to just have some sort of release. And and we talk a lot, you know, in this program about community, and I would imagine you find a lot of community there as well, don't you?
3: Yes, I do. It's very cathartic uh, for me, and I'm sure for the other people in the community.
1: Donna, I want to thank you so much for being a guest on See It To Be It. It is always a pleasure talking to you. And now I get to do it every week, which is even better. And um, where can people reach you if they want to wrap their cars, wrap their fleet, wrap their building, get, you know, 10,000 business cards? What's the best way for them to reach out to you?
3: There's a couple of ways, Amy. They can reach out to me on my LinkedIn page. And it's Donna Merchant. um, And I'm at uh, Vice President of Sales at Diversity Press. They can also reach out to me by email, which is D which is M-E-R-C-H-A-N-T at Diversity, which is D-I-V-E-R-S-I-T-Y, hyphen press, P-R-E-S and Sam, and C M dot com. So it's D Merchant at DiversityPress.com.
1: Wonderful. And I know you do work all over and your work is phenomenal. Thank you so much for being on the show.
3: You're welcome.
0: Living Corporate is brought to you by The Break Room. Have you ever felt burnt out, depressed or otherwise exhausted by being one of the onlys at work? You know what I'm talking about. Hosted by black psychologists, psychiatrists and PhDs. The Break Room is a live weekly web show in the Living Corporate Network that discusses mental health, wellness and healing for black folks at work name another weekly show explicitly focused on mental health wellness and healing for black folks at work i'll wait this is why you got to check out the break room airing every thursday at 7 p.m central standard time on livingcorporate.tv was it donna
1: fun I was I, I knew that she salsa dance I didn't know until today that she had actually competed and traveled all over the world doing it um, but what I really love about this interview is how passionate she is about getting things right for her customers and really creating quality products um, that feel good and look good and represent her clients brands so well I, I know Donna has a phenomenal reputation um, not just in her industry and not just in our community but but nationally. Um, as somebody who does, you know, amazing print work and the scope and scale of what she does just always amazes me. I learned something new every time I talk to her. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe to Living Corporate and share us with your friends and colleagues. And hey, you can really help us out by leaving us a six star review wherever you get your podcasts. Maybe you're thinking, Amy, there are only five stars in that app. Okay. Give us all those stars. But then go the next step by leaving a couple of sentences in your own words, telling us what you liked about the episode of the series. Don't forget to visit living-corporate.com to learn more about our other podcasts, videos, web shows, and more. See It to Be It is brought to you in part by Lead at Any Level, a certified woman and LGBTQ-owned business dedicated to helping organizations win the competition for talent and customers for the long term. Lead at any level. Leaders can be anywhere and should be everywhere. Learn more at at leadatanylevel.com. That's it for this episode of See It to Be It. This is Amy C. Wanninger, and I'll see you next week.
2: Living Corporate is a podcast by Living Corporate LLC. Our logo was designed by David Dawkins.